Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to my show, the Dog Talk Radio Show. If we're meeting for the very first time, pleasure to meet you. My name is Dave McMahon. I'm the owner of Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy in the city of Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. And for the last 34 years, I have been coaching dog owners and continue to coach dog owners on how to have a better relationship with their dog, specializing in obedience training and problem solving. So if your dog's giving you a hassle, all you got to do is reach out to me. I can give you a free phone consultation. That's right, a free phone consultation. Give you some advice, tide you over until you get into some group obedience classes that we will be starting up very soon. So my phone number, my email, all of my contact information is on my website. The website for the Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy, in case you don't know, the website is davemcmahon.ca. And you can even, you don't even have to enter the W's now, Dave. You don't have to go www. You don't have to. Just go davemcmahon.ca. Dave, M-C-M-A-H-O-N.ca. That's the website. And as I said, you can email me. You can request a free phone consultation and we'll pick a time that's good for you and for me of course uh because i am busy even though uh these days we're not running our group classes quite yet but i'm still busy doing consultations so uh i can help you to resolve behavior problems you're having with your dog And uh, for every problem you have with your dog, I have at least two or three really good solutions that will work. So that should make you feel better. There's no reason to get mad at your dog, no reason to get pissed off, no reason to hit your dog. I could teach you humane training solutions for your dog. So again, reach out to me, Dave McMahon. Dot ca and my phone number's there contact information and uh, we can set up a time to give you a free consultation on the telephone sound good i want to take the time to acknowledge our sponsors of the dog talk radio show i recommend all of these sponsors uh, of course i do otherwise they wouldn't be on this radio show that I'm hosting. Uh, I recommend them. I encourage you to uh, contact them if you need them for anything. Uh, They are professional. They are reliable. uh, They love dogs and they do a great job uh, in their field of expertise. So the first sponsor is the Pet Food Outlet located 824 Ontario Road in Welland. The Pet Food Outlet is a destination pet store. They bring in people from Guelph. They bring in people from Niagara Falls, New York, when the borders open. <laughs> they bring in people far and wide, and it's, it's a great experience going to the Pet Food Outlet. Um, and you go down there with your dog. You'll have an amazing time. Huge inventory, low, low prices. So check out the Pet Food Outlet, 824 Ontario Road in the Rose City of Welland. 
Yeah, right next to Vasco's Pharmacy. Pet Food Outlet's been in business for about 24 years in the city of Welland. I highly recommend them. Next sponsor, the Main West Animal Hospital. The Main West Animal Hospital is owned by Dr. Bon. You may have heard Dr. Bon on the Dog Talk radio show in the past. He is our resident veterinarian. He is our go-to guy uh, when we want to get some uh, advice or commentary on different dog uh, medical topics. You know, that kind of stuff. Main West Animal Hospital is located 1 Broadway Avenue. 1 Broadway Avenue in Welland and... uh, I highly recommend him and his team. Excellent bunch of veterinarians. Next sponsor of the Dog Talk Radio Show, Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital. That's right, the Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital, located in the honeymoon capital of the world, Niagara Falls. 7885 McLeod Road. That's 7885 McLeod Road. And uh, Dr. Nicole Dunodden. Uh, is uh, going to take good care of you. Her and her team uh, run the Niagara uh, Heartland Animal Hospital uh, on McLeod Road. So uh, another veterinarian that I recommend. Check her out. You'll be happy you did. And the fourth sponsor of the Dog Talk Radio Show, the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. That's the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center located 188 Bunting Road right here in the Garden City of St. Catharines. Uh, And it's located, uh, again, 188 Bunting Road, Unit 5A. That's what I wanted to tell you, Unit 5A. Uh, They've got an indoor uh, recreational swimming pool for dogs so your dogs can get some good exercise. They do therapeutic swimming for dogs that have uh, different physical ailments. Uh, They do acupuncture for dogs and all kinds of different uh, massage for dogs and uh, just tons of services that they uh, provide. They're very unique. They're very niche. Very niche. You got to check them out. Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Highly recommend them. So please support our sponsors. And once again, that is our list of sponsors for the Dog Talk Radio Show. Uh, We're going to take a short little break. And when we come back... I have some opinions. Mm, Do I ever? And I want to share my opinions with you, the audience, tonight. So keep me company, uh, and uh, and I'll stay with you. You stay with me, (laughs) and I'll give you some of my opinions. Now, we all know opinions are like noses. Everyone has one. No doubt, right? So uh, stick around. We'll be back with more Dog Talk on 610 CKTB. I'm Dave the Dog Man. Don't go anywhere. I hear the sound of a gentle wind On the wind that lifts a through the air I'm picking up good vibrations She's giving me the excitations I'm picking up good She's giving me the Being shipwrecked for days has helped me realize what's truly important, and that's me ship, me mateys, and of course, the legendary golden crunch of Lakeport Fish and Chips. You don't have to miss out on the great taste of Lakeport Fish and Chips. Enjoy it at home or at ship. Yeah. 
Lakeport Fish and Chips. Two great locations, one great taste in St. Catharines and Niagara Falls. Free delivery on orders over $40. Order today at lakeportfishandchips.com. The staff at Pet Food Outlet wants you to stay safe and healthy and recommends that everyone stay home and self-isolate. But if you do need pet food, Pet Food Outlet has sufficient stock to meet your needs. Please call ahead to check their current days and times of operation. Together, we'll get through this tough time. Pet Food Outlet in Welland, making pets and their people happy. Call 905-735-PETS. That's 905-735-7387. Pain management is essential to maintaining your pet's quality of life, and that's why the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center is still open. Their pool and gym are closed to help maintain a safe space for patients, clients, and staff, but Niagara Canine Conditioning Center is still able to provide all of their pain-relieving treatments for new and returning patients. If your pet is struggling to get around or seems painful, please contact Niagara Canine Conditioning Center at 289-362-5900 or canineconditioningcenter.ca. Some funeral homes claim to save you 30 to 50% off of funeral costs. Any firm can do that, including us. Hi, I'm Ernie Morgan from Morse and Son Funeral Home. And I'm George Dart from George Dart Funeral Home. If you use less of our services and facilities, you pay less. It really is that simple. You get what you pay for. George Dart Funeral Home. Now, more DartFuneralHome.com. Morse and Son Funeral Home. MorseandSon.com. This segment brought to you by Maine West Animal Hospital. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV. Dog talk with Dave McMahon. Call 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-CKTB, and pound 610. Welcome back to the Dog Talk Radio Show. Glad you are here with me tonight. Have you ever farted and blamed the dog? I have. <laughs> Just the other day. Thought I'd share that with you. Uh, opinions, as I said, opinions are like noses. Everyone has one, especially on uh, social media platforms. Everyone's voicing their opinion, often with uh, a, you know little fact behind it or maybe little information behind it. But it's your opinion. It's your opinion. Everyone's got their opinion. Well, I've got a lot of opinions. In fact, uh, there's a dog breeder that I purchased my Labrador Retriever uh, Miley from. Her name is Teresa. And uh, she tells people, you know, go to Dave. Uh, I will warn you, though, he is opinionated. And she is right. So, uh, yeah, most dog trainers are very opinionated. All right, here we go. I've got some opinions that I've uh, written down to remind myself to bring to uh, to the show today. So uh, the one that that really i got to talk to you about first is if you're thinking of getting a dog, so... You don't have a dog, but you're thinking of getting a dog. Make sure you think long and hard. It's a huge responsibility. 
right? Maybe you want to uh, watch a friend's dog for a week or two. <laughs> I mean, that'll give you a little sample of what you're in for, but not really because you're going to be giving the dog back to them, right? But uh, yeah, I mean, you're out, you're out and about. You got to get back home to let the dog out for a squirt, let him out for a poo, right? Like, you know, it's a lot of responsibility. So really, really think about it. And dogs need plenty of exercise, you know, and uh, a lot of people are not prepared to give the dog what it needs. So many people are not prepared to give the dog the exercise that the dog requires. Dogs need to go for multiple walks each day. Are you going to walk your dog every day, no matter what the weather? Put a raincoat on, right? Get out there with the dog. Maybe put a raincoat on your dog. Some people do that. Some people are just too busy to own a dog. I have talked people out of getting a dog so many times. Friends of mine that were thinking of getting a dog, you know, I should get a dog. That's what my life is missing. I should get a dog. Yeah, maybe that's what I need. No, no. I know these people on a personal level, and they're not good candidates to be a dog owner or dog master. Can't be selfish. If you want to have a dog, right? I mean, you've got to give your dog water, feed him, take him to the vets, take him for training. I mean, a lot of times you have to put the dog first in many cases. You're way off. I say you're way off this time, son. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've convinced a lot of people just to get a cat. You'd be better off with a little pussy cat. What's the big, I'll say, what's the big idea chasing my worm? You're a cat, son. Cats don't eat worms. <laughs> And a buddy of mine, he ended up getting a dog. He had the dog for a month. Then he rehomed the dog because the dog was too much for him. The dog was too needy for him. That's what he said. The dog's too needy for me. Oh, my God. So I said, you need a cat. You just need a cat. It's way easier to own a cat than a dog, guaranteed. So think long and hard. Do your research. Make sure you pick the breed that is best suited for you. All kinds of, uh, of breed profiles. You can, you can read about the, the dog's energy level. You can read uh, about the dog's uh, characteristics, what they were bred to do, right? And, uh, and their energy level. And then you can ask yourself, okay, so uh, is that dog going to fit into my lifestyle? But give it some thought. Jeez. Uh... <laughs> Another opinion of mine, it's a strong opinion. All these opinions are very strong. Can you smell them? They're pretty strong. If you feed your dog from the dining room table, put your hand up. All of you listening, whether you're listening on the iHeartRadio app, or you're listening on your tablet or your phone, listening on the, uh, the radio, it's not an obsolete appliance yet. If you feed your dog from the dining room table, put your hands up. I want to see you. All right. Special technology I have here. I can see quite a few of you feed your dog from the table. You're just asking for trouble. You realize that? Keep feeding the dog from the table and you're going to end up with a dog that wants to mooch food from everyone. Everyone. Sitting there, give him a little piece of your toast, give him a little piece of your pizza crust. So when your friends come over for a bite to eat, for a snack or for dinner, don't get pissed off at the dog that is sitting next to them, your dog that is sitting next to them, begging and trying to mooch food from them. You'll have to tell your friends or your extended family that the dog is begging for food because you have taught them to do that. 
when you give a dog food, as you sit at your kitchen table or your dining room table, when you give a dog food at one of those tables, from the table, as you're sitting there at the table, you are inadvertently training your dog to be a beggar, to be a mooch, a freaking mooch. Dogs are going to remember they got food from you when you're at the table, and they're going to try to rope everyone into it. So a little heads up on that one. And here's something for all you people that have a lap dog. I see some pictures on Facebook, 80-pound dog sitting on people's laps. Well, I mean, that's your business, but please be aware of some of the side effects, right? If you allow your dog to sit on your lap, don't get pissed off when he jumps on your visitor's laps, right? He's going to end up knocking the hot coffee or the hot tea out of their hand, and the dog's going to wear it right on their head or right on their body. So remember, if you let your dog sit on your lap, your dog's going to think it's A-OK to sit on everyone's lap. It's that simple. Give a dog an inch. They'll take a mile. That's how they are. Important to remember that there is no one particular brand of dog food that works great on every dog. I mean, there are so many different types of dog foods out there. People ask me, Dave, what do you feed? What do you feed your dogs? Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I feed my dogs right now. For real. This is for real. This is no lie. Why would I lie? Neutrum. I feed my dogs uh, kibble. It's called Neutrum. That's right. Neutram. Uh, pronunciation. Neutram. Uh, so I have only two dogs now, the Chihuahua and the Labrador Retriever. Yep. And they both eat Nutram, and they've been eating it for some time now. They have good solid stools. They have shiny coat. They have no seborrhea or dandruff. They look marvelous. They're in great shape for their ages. I mean, they're not young dogs. Uh, but can I tell you that it's going to work for your dog and your dog and the next dog and the next dog? I hope it would. I'm having great success with it. I'm not afraid to say that. But you have to remember that each dog is different. And you may have to experiment to find a brand of food that works for your dog. So, uh, you know, all the different marketing out there will tell you this is the food you need to feed. And they put a lot of money into advertising and into their packaging. But you got to be aware, right? Not... There's not a single brand on the market that's going to work for every single dog. Some dogs are going to need a low-cal food. Some dogs are going to need higher protein, depending on whether they're um, pulling sleds or they're active working police dogs. They may need a higher protein than what your family couch potato dog requires. So you got to do your research when it comes to, to dog food. And as far as the... Uh, the raw dog food goes, well, <laughs> I've never fed raw. I've said this before. I've never fed my dogs raw. So I really don't have an opinion on that, if you can imagine. I actually don't have an opinion on that uh, because I've never fed raw, so I don't know. I do know that there are some students of mine. That's what I call my clients because I'm teaching them, right, how to train their dogs. So I do know that I have some students of mine. They feed raw. They swear by it. Uh, good for them. But that's all I can tell you. I, I don't have any experience with raw. I'm a, I'm a kibble guy. I'd probably stay a kibble guy for a long time. Uh, lots of opinions. You know, uh, another opinion I have really is 
People that take their dogs for a run, have you seen this before? They take their dogs for a run. Uh, they've got the leash on the dog. They are riding on their e-bike. Have you seen this? They're riding on the e-bike and the dogs are on either the right or left side. And they're just ripping, like they're just flooring it right on the e-bike. And the dog's running alongside. Some people think, oh, that's cool. They're giving the dog exercise. Dangerous. I think that's very dangerous. <laughs> Come on. What if the dog cuts in front of them? They're going to run their dog over. They're going to have to take the dog to the emergency clinic. Uh, what if the dog cuts in front of them and they wipe out and they fall off the e-bike themselves and they injure themselves? Right. It can be a bad accident. Go right into the road. Cause a car accident. So I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's wise that you uh, have your dog running alongside of you while you're ripping around on your e-bike. Give your head a shake. Not a good idea. Dog hoarders. Oh, my God. There's more and more hoarders nowadays it seems like there's more and more hoarders ever since the those shows came out a few years back about all the hoarders they say it's an illness they say it's a sickness hoarding that is uh dog hoarders you know people who collect dogs because they love them <laughs> these people can't give all these dogs the individual attention that these dogs require Dogs need individual attention. They need some one-on-one -on -one smooches. They need quality one-on-one -on -one time with their owner, right? So, you know, if you know someone who is a collector of way too many dogs, they could be a dog hoarder. Plan an intervention. If you think there's just way too many dogs, plan an intervention. Talk to these people. They might have to rehome some of their dogs. It's not good for somebody to be in a small house with 20, 30, 40 dogs. Not good. Mm -hmm. Plus, there'll be a lot of dog fights, too. <laughs> dog hoarders. There's a lot of them out there. Mm -hmm. uh, people walking around carrying their dog. That's another thing. That's another thing that's really uh, strange. People walking around carrying their dog in their arms. What the hell is going on here? If your dog has legs, let them walk is what I say. I had a lady a few months ago register her dog for obedience classes. It's a great Dane, about four months old. She's carrying the dog in her arms. And... You know, the dog's fully inoculated, fully vaccinated. I sit, so I thought, okay, well, what's going on here? You know, are you afraid to put the dog on the ground? She says, oh, no, it's just a habit. I says, stop carrying the dog around, right? Because if you keep carrying the dog around, he's not going to walk on a leash. He's always going to want uppy, uppy. <laughs> uppy, mommy, uppy. There's a lot of dogs that don't like a leash. They don't uh, want to walk on a leash. They don't want to cooperate when the leash is on. It could be because you're carrying your dog around and the dog would rather opt to be carried. Wouldn't that be great? Think about it for a second. For somebody to carry you around all day, 
could conserve your energy, just be carried around. Thought he, I thought of you the other day, Dave. Uh, dog walker. Um, all the leashes, all those dogs were pulling her. <laughs> those dogs those were dogs taking were, her for a walk. That's right. They were taking her for a walk. <laughs> Should have seen it. It's crazy. Who's walking who? Who's walking who? You should be walking your dog. People, don't let your dog take you for a walk. Who's the leader? Who's the master? <laughs> Lots of opinions I have, and I plan to share them with you. Between now and 8 p.m. and some other stuff, I want to talk about dis dat and the other ting. Dis and dat and the other ting. We're going to take a short little break. We're going to come back with more dog talk on 610 CKTB. If you want to text me, if you're bored, lonely, you could text me, 61010. <laughs> you could call me toll-free, 1-877-610-2582. You could call me on the local line, the local line, 905-688-2582. Or you don't have to call me. I can carry the show without you, you know. We'll be back with more dog talk right after this. Boy's got a mouth like a cannon, always shooting it off. A wise guy, huh? Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Main West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them with dignity, respect, and the utmost compassion. Both vet clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. We're still open, offering curbside pickup and emergency services. Main West Animal Hospital at MainWestVet.com, Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at Niagara Falls Animal Hospital, Com. Everyone can do with a little refresh, something to change things up. Add a little style, a bit of personality. So why not do that for your kitchen or bathroom? With Kitchen Studio Niagara and their free design consultations, your rooms can go from drab to fab. If you're ready to upgrade your kitchen or bathroom, our designers are ready to help. Get the latest style for the best price by calling 905-641-8888. Ask for your appointment to Kitchen Studio Niagara, 443 East Chester Avenue in St. Catharines. Anna Rakowski, registered nurse, Guelph. Ben Hobbs, doctor, Toronto. Jasmine McCracken, long-term care nurse, Peterborough. Sherry Brown, personal support worker, Muskoka. Jillian McGuire, nurse practitioner, Hamilton. This is what roll call sounds like on the pandemic's front lines. The names are real. So is their bravery and exhaustion. We count on them to protect us, to lead us in flattening the curve. So the very least we can do is have their backs. For the love of humanity, wash your hands and support social distancing. Do it like your life depended on it. Because 
it does. A message from Bell Media Radio. Talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Certainly glad you could be here with us. Well, I'm getting all these opinions out of my mouth and off of my chest. Uh, I want to go back to uh, people that are carrying dogs around. Uh, I mean, there are some exceptions, right? There has to be exceptions for everything. Uh, for example, you know, somebody's carrying their dog around. Maybe it's wintertime and the snow is so high that your little chihuahua is not able to walk because the snow is taller than their head. So it would be best to pick up your little chihuahua so the poor little manja cake can avoid, right, all that snow, right? Because he's just too short, right? So yeah, dog's too short, too small, snow's too high. Yeah, pick him up. Or or maybe uh, you have a senior dog, a senior dog that uh, might have some arthritis and is getting a bit tired, right? And kind of maybe they have stiff back end, right? Because it's always the back end that goes in dogs uh, as they get older. So yeah, you might have to pick that dog up and, and help him. Yeah, have empathy. Yeah, it's important. You got to have empathy. Uh, and take care of the dogs and do good by them. But uh, most of the time, let, let the dog walk, man. Socialize the dog. You know, let him walk around. I know someone who has a dog with, with two legs, and that dog walks around. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, why do some people <laughs> with little dogs put them in baby strollers? Have you ever seen that? Our producer, uh, Greg Campagne, please speak. What's the deal with that? Can you believe it, Greg? I've seen people with little dogs in baby strollers. Have you seen these people? I've never seen that. You've never seen it? I don't think so. In a baby stroller? Yes, I've seen people pushing little dogs, known Mm. as the toy breeds, in baby strollers. The ankle biters. The little ankle biters. That's right. Uh, Pushing them around in baby strollers. Why? The world has gone mad. Little dogs need exercise too. Come on, people. Give your head a shake. Seriously. Yes, there are exceptions. We talked about that. But... Like the the treadmill? You don't recommend that, right? The treadmill? Well, the thing is, (laughs) with the treadmill, you got to be careful. Because so many dogs can injure themselves on the treadmill. Humans do. I mean... You know, and uh, a lot of dogs end up uh, getting too much exercise on that treadmill. People end up overdoing it, and that can cause a lot of damage to especially a young dog's uh, uh, joints and ligaments and uh, muscles. They just overdo it. So, uh, in my opinion, get out there, get the fresh air, walk your dog two, three, four, five, six times a day. 
you know, half hour walk each time. And, uh, and I think that's better. But, but again, that's just my opinion. <laughs> uh, loose dogs. This is a problem. It has been for years. Loose dogs that run up to you when you're taking your dog for a walk and you are abiding by the leash law. You are a good citizen. You have uh, uh, your dog on the leash and you're out and about. Nothing more annoying than a loose dog that comes running up to you, trailing after you, following you, trying to sniff your dog. You've got your dog on leash. You're minding your own P's and Q's, but you've got this loose dog that comes barreling up to you. I've got some advice for that situation. You want to hear it? Well, I'm going to give it to you anyway. Uh, First off, keep walking. Keep walking. If you stop, your dog locks eye contact with the other dog and uh, a fight can occur. Okay, you don't want to have a ratata. So keep walking. I would say to you, uh, if you encounter this or um, if you... uh, if you could get yourself down to a, to a store or you could order one online, what you need is a small boat air horn. That's right. That's right. A small boat air horn. Carry the small boat air horn with you in your pocket. And if a loose dog comes barreling up to you off leash, disturbing you and your dog, pull that boat air horn out, extend your arm, put your thumb on the button, And let it rip just like this. I'm telling you, I have done it. I have advised students of mine to do that. In fact, a lot of students of mine enjoy cycling as well. They don't bring their dog with them to run alongside of the bike because that can be dangerous. But they'll go cycling and they have told me stories about uh, encountering loose dogs that will chase them when they're on the bike. And the boat hair horn is a handy thing to have. (laughs) Yeah, you can just give it a blast. Hold your finger on it or hold your thumb on it for about four consecutive seconds just like this. And what happens is it stops the dog in their tracks. Chances are they'll go away. So uh, you, you shouldn't have to put up with that, walking your dog on a leash and... Some loose dog comes running up to you. Mm, It's craziness. Let's go to Wendy in the Garden City of St. Catharines, Ontario, Canada. Hey, Wendy, I'm Dave the Dogman. How are you tonight? I'm just great, Dave. How are you? I'm doing good, Wendy. What's on your mind? You listening to the show, I guess? Uh, Always. Good. Thanks for being a dedicated one. Sorry, Kiska say? Always my station, that's for sure. Right on. What can I do for you? What's on your mind? No, I was just uh, listening to you folks a little earlier talking about the toy breeds in strollers. Yes. And I happen to work at the Penn Center, and I was just, I believe it's your producer, Greg, said he's never seen that. Yes. So I was going to say, tell him to hang out on a Saturday or actually any day at the Penn Center, (laughs) and he'll see numerous people walking, well, rolling their toy breed dogs in very elaborate strollers. (laughs) And this is just my opinion. Yeah. Sometimes I think because dogs are not allowed in the pen center unless they happen to be service animals. Yes. 
this is a way that sometimes these people can get away with bringing their animals into the pen and um, don't have to necessarily cross that line of having the dogs visible. Yes, how sneaky. Exactly. How sneaky of them. Sneaky, sneaky. Shame, shame. That's right, shame on them, but as I say, that's just my opinion. I think this is how they get around it, because as you know, only service animals um, are allowed in the pen center to um, to certainly be uh, there uh, for their um, owners. Thank you so, for your call, Wendy. All righty, have a good day, Dave. You too. Have yourself a doggone good night. One of our dedicated listeners, Wendy, calling in, and she's noticed a lot of people, uh, Penn Center, uh, going in the Penn Center with uh, little toy breeds of dogs in strollers. People will try anything nowadays. Wow. <laughs> hey, imagine, can I see your baby? You know, and it's like a little little chihuahua growling at somebody as they go to look into the stroller. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I got a few things to say about dog breeders. Oh, the dog breeders. So many of them claim to breed the dog only to improve the breed. They don't breed for money. Well, I do believe that a lot of dog breeders out there breed to improve the breed. Yes. But uh, to state that they don't breed for money is a pile of crap. Uh, They may not breed for solely the dollar, but they are making money. Dog breeders are making money most of the time. Unless, of course, something goes wrong, cesarean, huge vet bill, uh, you know, some of the puppies are born, stillborn, uh, there's complications. But if there's not, and it's just a regular day at the dog breeders, dog breeders are making money. Do you know some dogs are selling for three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand dollars. Oh yeah. The very first time I ever purchased a purebred dog with Canadian Kennel Club registration papers, it was uh, probably uh, 35, 40, it was uh, let's say 40 years ago, okay, or maybe a little longer. Well, maybe 42 years. I don't remember. Uh, but anyway, I paid like uh, 350 bucks for a purebred uh, registered Doberman Pinscher. Nowadays, you're going to pay like 1800 or more for an eight-week-old puppy or more for a Doberman. As certain breeds of dogs, you know, they're charging way more than that. So, so don't, don't uh, be fooled. These dog breeders are making some profit. I mean, they're not doing it to go in the hole, right? No, they're making some profit. But uh, a lot of them claim they're not. Uh, just wanted to let you guys know. Let you in on something. Let you in the loop. How about the people that are rescuing dogs? Congratulations, by the way. If you went to a dog rescue and you rescued a dog, congratulations. Thank you for opening your heart and opening your home to take in a dog Yes, thank you for doing that. But far too many people are saying that they have a rescue. Yeah, we, we got a rescue. Say hello to my little friend. 
we got ourselves a rescue. That's not what he is. He's a St. Bernard Chihuahua mix. <laughs> like that would happen. Somebody would need a stepladder, right? I mean, people calling the dog a rescue? Bad habit. Want to break that habit? It's not a rescue. It's a dog that you adopted. I mean, when people adopt a child, do they say, he's a rescue? No, they don't say that. She's a rescue. No, but people will do that. They'll say they they have a rescue. Mm -mm. Again, I'm thrilled that uh, people find the room in their heart and their home to adopt a dog from its shelter. Love that when you adopt the dog from a shelter. Love when you adopt the dog from a rescue organization. What a great thing to do. But remember, don't give him a nickname. He's a rescue. He's way more than that. Right? He's a, he's a living, breathing being. He's a dog. And I just think he should have a better name or a better handle than he's a rescue. <laughs> Honestly. We're going to take a short little break. We're going to come back with more dog talk right after this. Text me 61010. Feel free to call me anytime. 905-688-2582. It's 905-688-2582. I have many more opinions to share with you on tonight's Dog Talk radio show. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Today, we're overloaded with information, especially about food. 610 CKTB is diving into the science of nutrition every Saturday at 11 with food writer, cookbook author, and now holistic nutritionist, Lynn O'Grislow. Lynn will talk about food and health as it relates to weight loss and overall well-being. Food therapy brought to you by Camisos Fresh Foods, located at Five Corners in Niagara Falls. Closer than you think. The staff at Pet Food Outlet wants you to stay safe and healthy and recommends that everyone stay home and self-isolate. But if you do need pet food, Pet Food Outlet has sufficient stock to meet your needs. Please call ahead to check their current days and times of operation. Together, we'll get through this tough time. Pet Food Outlet in Welland, making pets and their people happy. Call 905-735-PETS. That's 905-735-7387. An urgent message from Diabetes Canada. Due to the devastating COVID-19 situation, all services have been temporarily suspended. They are unable to collect items from donation bins. While you may be cleaning out closets, please do not take your items to donation bins as they cannot be picked up. Please store them until life gets back to normal. Items left outside donation bins will eventually end up in landfills. For updates, please visit declutter.diabetes.ca. Please stay safe. 
Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Main West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them with dignity, respect, and the utmost compassion. Both vet clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. We're still open, offering curbside pickup and emergency services. Main West Animal Hospital at MainWestVet.com, Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at Niagara Falls Animal Hospital, this segment brought to you by Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. Some good Beach Boy summertime music. Makes you thinking, uh, makes you get thinking about camping and fishing, boating, right? Taking your dog to the beach. That's what listening to the Beach Boys does. Makes you think about barbecuing and campfires, right? Yeah. Lots of fun. Cottages. <laughs> Summertime's coming, kids. Be patient. We'll get through this COVID-19 coronavirus crap. We'll get through it together. The coronavirus can take a long walk off a short pier, as far as I'm concerned. Sharing my opinion on the Dog Talk Radio Show tonight. Speaking of sharing opinions, what about sharing your ice cream cone with your dog? I've got an opinion about that. I'm sure you're not surprised by now. They've been following the broadcast. A lot of people do it. A lot of people share their ice cream cone with their dog. In other words, they take a lick, they give the dog a lick, then they take a lick, and then they give their dog a lick. Do you have any idea where your dog's tongue has been? Once again, we bring on show producer, Mr. Greg Campagne. Greg, if you owned a dog, would you share your ice cream cone with the dog? No. No. <laughs> no, and I see the give me kisses too. Oh, there's, there's give me kisses. So dogs the dog goes to town. So so Greg, your parents' dog is not permitted to lick your lips. I've not no. No, that's a no no. No, he I don't I no. <laughs> yeah, you can't have that and you won't have it. No. <laughs> Both. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean there's people doing it. They they just I mean to each his own, right? I mean, what do I care? I mean, if you want to do that, I mean you know where your dog's tongue goes, right? Yeah, some dogs drink out of the toilet, and some dogs eat cat poo. Some dogs are farm dogs, and they eat the horse cacapoo-poo, right? Because they can taste the uh, uh, they can taste the whatever's in the horse poo. What's in the horse poo? Um, anyway, can't think of it right now. The molasses? I don't know. But then the dog's licking your uh, ice cream cone, and then you're going to take a lick? No, I got the answer. Buy your dog an ice cream cone. I've done it many times. I'll do it again. Just get your dog a kitty size ice cream cone and just give your dog their own ice cream cone. That's my opinion. But not chocolate, right? But not chocolate. No, you don't want to give them chocolate. Thanks for throwing in that great tip. Mm-hmm. So that's what I say. Uh, it's gross to share an ice cream cone with your dog. Right? That's that's just what I think. But anyway, uh, giving dogs people food, nothing wrong with giving them people food, provided it's the right kind of people food. 
uh, a high-end dog training treat, high-value treat from the dog's perspective. We will give dogs uh, chopped-up chicken wieners. It's high-value from their perspective. We'll use uh, little pieces of the chicken wieners for training treats. We'll cook up some chicken breast. We'll cook up some fried beef liver, and we'll use them for uh, training treats. In my opinion, it's a good thing to use. As far as dog training collars go, I got a lot of opinions regarding dog training collars. Uh, there is no one collar that works for every dog. There is one, there's no one solution that fits all, right? I mean, each dog has their own personality, their own disposition. Some dogs are mild. Some dogs are outgoing. Okay. An experienced trainer, right, can help you choose the best collar for your dog. I can be that experienced trainer that advises you what collar would be best for your dog. And you may not have to use that collar like forever and ever. You might use two or three different collars, different types of collars. You may use two or three different types of collars throughout your dog's life. But I can advise you on what collar would be best for your dog. Self-educating yourself. Everyone's doing it. They want to self-educate themselves. Do it yourself. To a point, I guess, but uh, you start reading about dog training methods and dog training techniques and watching all these videos online. Uh, everyone is contradicting the, uh, you know, one another and uh, it can be confusing. Find a mentor, find an instructor, find a trainer, work with that trainer, learn as much as you can from that one trainer and then move on. Yeah, that's what I say. Uh, people walking their dogs on body harnesses. Big, strong dogs, medium to large-sized dogs, they're walking their dogs on body harnesses. Why? I don't understand it. Harnesses allow dogs to pull on their leash. Harnesses are designed for dogs to pull. So many people getting dragged around. That's right. So many people getting dragged around by their dogs these days. These medium to large sized dogs wearing harnesses, right? And going for a walk and pulling their owners. It's ridiculous. Dog harnesses are meant for tracking dogs, sled dogs, right? A harness can also be used in police type training or personal protection. And there's a few other applications where a harness can be instrumental for certain situations, I once had a, a toy breed of dog come to me for obedience classes. Uh, the little the little munchie cake had a collapsed trachea. So we had to use a little body harness on her. We couldn't put a neck collar on her because she would cough and hack <coughs> like that. So we had to use a little small body harness on her. But for the most part, we don't want to have harnesses on these big dogs, strong dogs, taking them for walks. Right? The dog will be taking you for a walk if you have him on a harness. You want a neck collar, a training collar. Okay? One that goes up high behind the ears for maximum control. I'll teach you how to use these collars when you come to me. I'm Dave McMahon, and I want to thank you for tuning in to the Dog Talk radio show this evening. It means a lot to me. I appreciate you uh, recommending the show to your friends co-workers when you see them next family members neighbors thanks for spreading the word about the dog talk show all shows are podcasted they can be heard on spotify they can be heard on the 610 cktb website 610 cktb.com 
All the podcasts of this show are on the website. Check it out. Have a good night, everybody. See you next time. It was fun. Boy's got a mouth like a cannon, always shooting it off. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center.